the pot party. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. There we are. Kicksville, y'all. Episode 1,223. That's the it. one. Yeah, Woo-hoo. we fucking made it. We're catching up on Joe Rogan and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just feel we'll, we'll skip a few, you know? Yeah, it's all good. Fuck it. Who's counting anyway, right? Not me. <laughs> I think ha- most of the people that listen to the show are probably high as fuck, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, I have listened to a thousand episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to make this show about weed. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that or no? Hey, man. Is that something you feel comfortable talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We can talk about marijuana. It's quite, <laughs> quite the substance. Word. <laughs> it was good, bro. Dude, happy to be here, man. Fucking got us. Did you say dappy to be here? Happy to be here. Oh, okay. It? It sounded I, like dappy. It might have been. I'm dappy to be here, too. Shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm super dappy all the time. You guys don't even know about that. As long as we're making up words. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. That's when you're dapper and happy at the same time. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Trademark that. <laughs> Yo, we got a super uh, special guest sushi in the house, but before we get to that, yes sir. We want to uh just keep thanking everyone for signing up for the mailing list. Go to humansushibar.com and sign up. It takes 2 seconds. Uh you know, we're going to we're working on the exclusive content, we're working on the giveaways. Uh so sign up for your chance to win some free stuff and 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 get some cool info. Yes sir. And uh, we also have the Human Sushi Hotline. It's uh, 561-708-0072. Um, basically, how it works is you call in, you say whatever the fuck you want. Whatever. And we'll play it on the show. Yeah, we've had people doing some really cool things and some not so cool things. I, you know, we've had a couple call weird callers. <laughs> we've had know. some racism. Yeah, but uh, it's all good. We want it all. We want to play it and, um, you know. Shout out, shout out the guests that are coming on. Shout out, uh, you know, your your business, whatever it may be, you know, just call in. And the podcast definitely has bipartisan support, too. Yeah, right? definitely. We're on both <laughs> sides of the aisle over here. <laughs> Word, man. Word. So, yeah, let's get into our special guest sushi today, dun, man. Dun, dun, dun. Yo, he's known by many names. Dun, all right. <laughs> Would you say he's known by a thousand names? He's known by a thousand hey. names. Hey. Uh, hey. Wordplay never fails. Hashtag bars. <laughs> bars. With we're, we're talking about the one and only MC Thousand Thoughts yep. in the building. Now, Sir Charles Thousand. See? I still haven't I knew fully it. decided. I knew I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> no, but you haven't because I still haven't, you know, like I, I use both of them. But um, the third you know, born. Sir beat. Charles is just like, you know, like you get to a stage where it's like, man, like I want to change my name like you feel like you've grown a little bit right 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 so but the whole thing with sir charles it came from my album just because i made the album like a little bit more personal Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that you know it's about my personal life so that's why i put the album i'm putting out is sir charles but i still haven't decided whether it's gonna be sir charles a thousand why why thousand um when i first came up with it 
it was a thousand thoughts mm-hmm. okay. and it was just one of these things that happened like I, was, I think i was like 20 21 years old i was with a group of friends of mine and um you know all my friends kind of know me like i'm a very like reserved kind of like keep to myself kind of dude so we're all drinking everyone's like wilding out i'm just there like high as fuck just being quiet and shit yeah and, He's just like, you know, he comes up to me. He's like, yo, man, what's up with you? He's like, you always look like you got a thousand things running through your mind, like a thousand thoughts, but you don't, you know, like you're always quiet and shit. Right. And for whatever reason, it might have been because I was drunk and it sounded appealing to me at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I just went with it. And then as time went by, you know, like hip hop changes and your, your your mentality changes and you start thinking like, to me, it started sounding like a like one of those like lyrical you know what i mean like one of those you trying too much super yeah, boom okay. bap fucking yeah. yeah but i didn't want to change my name completely so you know eventually i just uh i just dropped the thoughts cuz okay. that's what was the part that was like bothering me so right. it was like with thousand you could kind of like I could make up a million. Like a lot of times when I just feel lazy about explaining the shit, yeah. people be like, "Why you call yourself down?" It's like, "Cause I'm a G." You say some dumb shit. Like that. I'm like, yeah, that's dope, man. Cause I keep okay. it one thousand, son. Yeah, that's what. That's usually my response, man. But for the sake of the podcast, all right. Explain what the actual name came from. It's funny because like rappers' first rap name is mm. usually hella long, right. and as time goes on, they just keep like shortening it and shortening it. Yeah, my you know first I mean? one was. Uh, fucking corny dude <laughs> it was um divine mastermind divine, divine mastermind. mastermind that's yep. actually pretty raw though. That actually... <laughs> it's long though yeah it's long it was it was another one I was like all right man like chill <laughs> like, just like keep it simple then after that i should have kept the one after i kind of i was going through subconscious mm-hmm. and like i just like the name at the time, I was very into like underground, like backpacker type hip hop. And okay. someone told me, he's like, yo, there's this guy from California named Subconscious. In my fucking mind, I'm like, oh shit, it's B. So I was just like, <laughs> I can't have that name. So whatever, man. I, just, I scratched it. But, That's um, what's up. but yeah, those are the you two names. You spelled it with a Z, you know, Subconscious. <laughs> Boom. Or not. <laughs> I went from, I, I started with Deadshot Assassin. That was like the first incarnation. And then it went down to Deadshot, and then it just ended up a shoddy or whatever. But yeah, it always starts long and just ends up like, you know, getting more compact as time (coughs) goes on and shit. Yeah, in sixth grade, my first like graph name was Dreadshot. Dreadshot? Yeah. No shit. I don't know why. I just thought it sounded cool. And like, I remember doing the O with like a little sniper and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I still do that shit. I have the fucking, (laughs) I got the tattoo and Uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. My first rap name was Talon, and I've stayed with it ever since. (laughs) Damn, that's real as fuck. Wait, you had a rap name? Yeah, Talon. That's my rap name now. (laughs) You know, I'm going to ask you to spit some bars today then. (laughs) Word. You have spit some bars though on the podcast, so I'll, yeah, I'll let I'll let it go. Thanks. I'll let it go. I, remember. I, was, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have I left my BlackBerry at home though. That was back in the day on the podcast, like three months ago. Yeah, that was. <laughs> woo. Feels like back in the day for sure. Yeah, that was like eighty-seven episodes ago. <laughs> so you just dropped a, a project, right? I a didn't group? drop it yet. It's uh, in a few weeks. But a group, oh, yeah. you got a group oh, yeah, project yeah. that just came out. Yeah, what they do? So who's um, who's in that group with you? It's me, Orion, Spaz, and uh, Inf, Sweet okay. Jesus. But uh, a lot of people that have been in the game in Miami know him by Infinite. Word. Uh, Draz does a lot of your production too, right? He, uh, you mean for mine or for this album? Because I, work, I work with him like in general, but for this album, it was uh, mostly Orion and okay. Name Brand. Okay. Rest in peace, the homie Name Brand. Um, yeah, he was a big reason that we pushed this project and actually got through with the shit word r.i.p yeah for sure man for sure sure. 
dude is a, is a genius, man. But, uh, you know, we try to keep this shit alive just through the music, man. Like every show that we do, you know, we always dedicate, like, you know, we play his instrumentals or we always do something to make sure that, you know, people remember. Because Name Brand was one of them dudes that was, to me, man, it's not like being biased, bro. He's very, like, I think in Miami at least, like, he's one of my personal favorite producers, probably my favorite, man. Yeah. He's super dope, man. And, yeah, um, man. But he's very, like, humble about his shit. He was never really, like, a flashy dude that wanted to, you know, like, he just did his shit and just put it out, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as, like, marketing himself and stuff like that, he never really cared for that. Mm-hmm. So, but very well respected in the scene, though. Anybody that, that brings up the name, name brand, is, yeah. you know, has very, very good things to say about I remember about the last, guy, yeah. I think it was the Dilla, uh, Dilla Weekend, I think last year, like, he got the stamp from um, Premier and who else was it? Pete Rock. Oh, no shit. He was out rocking with them. And, like, the thing with Name Brand is, like, he has, he's the only one that I've ever seen do this shit, but he's, uh, he's like an MPC fucking, like, that's his whole show. Like, he's just a one-man show with his MPC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess they saw that. I wasn't there, but um, a few people told me, I'm just like, yo, like, he just, he, every fucking time he gets on his MPC and does his shit, like, he just kind of steals the show, bro. Mm. So that's kind of like, it's, it's unfortunate, man, because I could just imagine, like, how much doper our shows would be now right. if he was there with us, you know? Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah rest in we're, peace, man. Yeah, we're losing too many, man. It's crazy. Yeah, we just lost, uh, I don't know if you know Profile. So no. another, like, I would say legendary Miami producer, like, responsible for a lot of cats that came out of the scene. And he passed away last month, too. So yeah, man, yeah, that's it. That's it. Sucks to to uh, to see that. You know what I mean? He's from where down south? Or? It's from uh, out here. He's like from Kendall and shit. That's weird, man. He he know. used to work with. He was uh, you know, Nick Fury. Yeah. So he was like Nick Fury. I would say like his like protege. You know what I'm saying? He like Nick Fury basically taught him, mm. and then he branched out. He's actually the first person that like you know put ID4 my group in the studio and shit. Like he was our first producer and shit. And yeah, man, done a lot of shit. He's done production for Mob Deep, Missy, like a lot of cats in the industry. And this was recent? What's that? Yeah, he passed? He passed last month. Damn, it's crazy. I didn't even yeah, man. Like yeah. Well, he's yeah, another man. one. It's, it reminds me like what you were saying about name brand. This dude was super low key, just like unassuming, nope. not flashy at all, you know, and, and just like basically put his head down and did his did his work. That's all he was, you know, trying to do. Yeah, that shit. that's very much like name brand bro yeah yeah Yeah, it's a shame bro really is yeah like i think um you mentioned like your journey and i think we're talking on the way here about your journey to to get to this project and to get to this group because you've been busy lately um and i see yeah i see you dropped the group project (laughs) and now you're dropping your own so like tell us a little bit like what that has been like for you you know um it's been years in the fucking making. <laughs> it's been a long ass time for my album, at least. Um, it's just, you know, it's kind of cool that they're coming out back to back. I didn't really plan it to be like that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the What They Do album was, uh, it was just like a very fun album to make. You know, like when you have a bunch of other MCs with you, like you're really only doing one verse. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that whole album was a, uh, it's a concept album. We call it Substance Abuse because each song is about, you know, just different addictions. Okay. And, um, you know, like the way we put it together is just like when you listen to I don't know if you listen to the whole shit yet. I, not the whole thing. I listen to a lot of it. Um, and 
that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to say I've well, you know what everybody doesn't know that's listening is that you and I were roommates at one point and we yep. lived together. So I remember <laughs> I, like I've seen you kind of write and write and write and write for a really long time and just continue to push and listening to this group project, you know, um, I was just like really, really impressed with how much you've grown, you know, so I, that's why I was bringing yeah, it up. Man. Yeah. Yo, thank you for real. Cause yeah. honestly, dude, I think I don't see it. Cause a lot of people have been telling me that, I guess, cause I've been coming out with a little bit more music lately mm-hmm. and it's, I don't think it's that I've progressed. So it's just that I haven't put something out in so long that mm-hmm. a lot of shit's changed from my Kilt for Crumbs album like that. When I listen to it, it's like sonically it sounds horrible to me now like <laughs> lyrically it's like a lot of stuff i wouldn't say but mm. why does every every artist do that man every artist like oh no yeah. i don't like my old no shit, but man. i mean especially for someone like you if you hear like you'll see when I, as, as as far as like the way some of like the recordings are mm-hmm. like you'd hear a big difference compared to you know my album now and it's just like it's like I don't see the growth so when people tell me that shit I'm like I'm humbled by it because I'm just like damn like people seeing that I don't really see it because I'm doing this every day regardless if people are seeing it or not like I've never stopped rapping yeah yeah but for some people they might be like yo I haven't heard from you in like three four years right so you know for them you know I guess they see it differently so when people say that to me it's like Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like makes me feel good you know because it's like damn man like I've been working at this for like a minute and you don't see your own progress sometimes because you're just wrapped into your own shit, you know? Right. You're, you're your own worst critic a lot of times. Yeah. Especially Do you listen that. to your own shit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Like you bump your own shit for enjoyment or, or, I mean, or is not, it more like a critical what thing? I, both. I think both. Like when I first finish a song, if I really like the song, like when I first get it back, like I'll listen to that shit over and over. Yeah. A lot of the ones that I'm not feeling, like, I'll hear it once or twice and just be like, you know, like, just leave it alone knowing, you know, it's never going to see the light of day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, every now and then you like going back and listening to your, like, there's a lot of songs that I make that I just like going back to that time and thinking, like, where I was at. Right, right, you right, know? right. So it's, I'm not listening to my shit every single day, all day, you know. But <laughs> like, it's the only shit I play, son. <laughs> that's an interesting thing that you just said, though, that I feel like... Um, we experience that as like recording artists and it's something that a lot of people like people that don't record music don't get to experience which is like you listen to a song that you made at a certain period in your life and it automatically brings you back there you know what i'm saying and that's something that like i feel like Mm. musicians share it's a bond that we all kind of like like share that you know civilians don't really know about you know what i mean yeah Yeah, Yeah, i agree civilians don't really know how we how we do it you know what i mean like when i make music for real talents (laughs) (laughs) no but you know what the other thing i was uh telling um i think i was talking to ryan the other day and i was telling him about uh like when we never get to hear how people hear the song for the first time because Mm -hmm. by the time we're done writing it we've gone over the shit a million times we've probably like gone over the same verse in the booth like a bunch of times right so you know like you're hearing the shit getting mixed down so Mm -hmm. by the time the shit is finally done you already know everything, you know, like right. you can't hear like other people are listening to us like for, you know, like everything put together at once. And so that's why like, MCs are so like excited to show other people the, the, their music and to like actually be there when you're showing it to yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, that's like a form of almost payment. That's like currency to me. If I'm not getting paid for, for making this song, you know what I'm saying? My payment is showing it to people and seeing their real reaction. Their like true first time reaction, you know? Because it's the only time 
like he said, it's like the only way you can experience that. Right. You know? It must be cool to like hear a really good remix of your song for the first time. Yeah. Like that must be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, we have a, a remix on the What They Do album and that's uh you know, Heron. Heron like yeah. he's he's dope as fuck and he like it's true, man. Like you hear the remix and it's like damn, it sounds like a brand new song. Right. I bet. And it's a yeah, it's a different take on on a song you've never heard the beat before either so it's like it kind of it's the only way that we can get that feeling of like the song being brand new to us you know yeah or that's cool somebody should do a remix of one of our episodes yeah <laughs> just shuffle the conversations around and superman shop and screw them and superman shit. was talking about doing a uh, a recap show a recap doing show. like a recap show of our episodes <laughs> That's cool. Like, you know how they do recap shows on, like, Bravo and shit, and they all show up, like, in gowns and, like, tuxedos. Or, like, The Talking Dead. Like, The Talking Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, The Talking yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But it's like, you're going to sit there and talk about people talking? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even hear my our own episodes and shit. <laughs> Shout out to Soup. Do you guys don't listen to your to the episodes back? No, he I'm doesn't. Finishing. He doesn't. I do. Yeah. You know, I don't listen to my own, like... Like, when I do podcasts like this, yeah. I, I don't listen back to it. Really. Nah. Nah. It kind of irritates me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's weird, <laughs> it's, it's weird hearing your, your voice back, dude. Is yeah. it? When you're not rapping. When you're not like, rapping, Everything right. is like, you know, you're rapping yeah. and you know how to deliver this shit. And when you hear yourself talking, especially for me, like... Yeah, your speaking I don't, voice and your rapping voice yeah, are very, bro. very different. And I don't realize how low I talk until I hear these podcasts back. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, bro. Yeah. Like, because to me, I don't know, man. That's just me, I guess. But. I seen you. I seen you switch to your rapping voice one time in real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what time I'm talking about? No. With Barney. Oh. <laughs> there was no voice there, dog. It was just <laughs> let's get it, man. Rage. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell a story uh, or should I tell a story? No, nah, man. I don't really want to fucking tell. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> nah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was funny as fuck. Though. Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, man, Barney's a dick though. Like he, yo, like so. This was an yeah, incident. You can't right? just talk around it though. You gotta. I mean, come no, on. no, yeah. So this is what happened. Like, what was uh? So he he came through. Like we were living all in the same crib one day. Like all we did there was smoke weed, man. Uh -huh. So you know we're done with the session. We were fucking passing a blunt or bowl around or some shit. And I think I was the only one that had bud that day or some. I because he like as soon as he came in, like you know he sits down on the couch. And I think he asked me to smoke him out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to smoke. Like, I'm already high as fuck. I'm just like, no. Nah. Like, I just said no, I think. Right. And then, like, I think he was just, he was letting it, like, rest in his head. Mm -hmm. And then he finally, he was just like, yo, Charlie, you're a dickhead, man. Or he says some shit like that. He's like, you're an asshole, man. And I'm like, what, man? Like, I don't, you know, I don't feel like smoking. It's not my not my obligation to get you high man right i don't think i said all that but like <laughs> oh so he wanted you to smoke him out because yeah. he didn't have but we had just finished blazing i just didn't want to bro yeah. and you know that at that time it was like i was copping crap like i was getting like a half eighter for like three days and shit you know right. so it's like, like i need to save this right here for <laughs> <laughs> i see i remember that story different i remembered it completely backwards that barney was the one smoking out and you nah. and you were like, yo, smoke me out. No, bro. Like he came to our crib and he like he came right after we were done smoking and I still had Bud out and I had the bowl. So I guess it was like teasing him or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he was just like he's like, yo, you know, like and I was just like, no, I don't feel like smoking. And then he just sat there for like a few seconds quiet. He's like, yo, you're an asshole, man. And I just get up. 
That's right. Now <laughs> I, I just, remember. I just got up and like, stole, I didn't think he was going to do anything. I don't know even know why I did it, but I just like temple tapped him. Like I, I fucking pushed his head. And like, as soon as like I did that, he just got up and got me in a headlock and I just couldn't move, bro. No, <laughs> like, these dudes went to blows over this that's shit. That's hilarious. No, yeah. like no one swung though. Like he just had me in a headlock on the floor. And I was in a position where I couldn't do shit. So I was just like, yo, get off me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of this Tom <laughs> And I was, you know, I don't even remember what, I think I went like to my room, bro. <laughs> no, no, here's, here's oh, the so you never, part. So you never smoked them out? Nah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yo, here's my favorite part of the story. We're on the couch watching this shit happen and we're not doing a damn thing, right? Yo, high as hell. These two are like locked in a headlight on the floor and we're like, these motherfuckers, you know, like just looking at this shit. <laughs> Yo. I've seen uh, people go to uh, get into a fight over virtual tennis on Dreamcast. <laughs> How do you fight over tennis, bro? Yeah, no, over a Super Mario Kart or shit, whatever Mario's, whatever that fucking shit is. Yeah. That could have been me and you when we used to play FIFA because I used oh. to whoop all your asses in FIFA, bro. And you used to get mad as fuck, too. Remember that game we made up where we would play a uh, living room soccer tennis? Mm-hmm. All right, we had like these uh, rolling like computer chairs. And then we would set up like stools in the middle of the living room. And the game was like, you got to sit in the computer chair and kick the soccer ball over the stools without letting it touch the floor. I vaguely remember that. Did you make this game up? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it. When I say we play, it's just me by myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, man. That was definitely Mo Derek. (laughs) Mo Derek, the evil claw. How long ago was this? How long ago was this? That you guys were roommates? Oof. I think it was 07. Damn. Oh, okay. It was a while Damn, ago. that long yeah. ago, for real. And that's how you guys—that's how you guys met. No, well, I knew him uh, through my sister actually. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you were friends. I think you used to try to like get with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no very comment. possible. <laughs> Are we gonna have to cut that out of the podcast? <laughs> no, but, you know, my... Listen, she spurned my advances, so it's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I, th- I remember the day like I met you, I met you at uh, my brother's crib. Uh, and I, you went there to hang out with my sister. Y'all were probably, I mean, you were probably trying to like holler at the time or some shit. <laughs> but, um, not but yeah. probably. <laughs> but then just out of coincidence, I remember like, I remember you hit me up mm-hmm. and I was staying, I was like 23 or 24, and I was staying at my mom's crib and you just randomly hit me up like, yo, um, you know, I'm looking for some roommates and shit. I don't yeah. know why, like, because I don't even think you were talking to my sister like that at the time. I no, I, we like, I, I think me and your sister hung out like maybe two times or something like that nothing happened no that but was, like when you guys first like you were hanging like at that time it was already years that kind of passed that you knew her and you guys weren't i don't know yeah but um we're still friends like oh yeah she's on my social media and she's, she's on my friends list she's on my friends <laughs> list it says so on facebook <laughs> we're still, um, but, um, but yeah so that's, but then then you moved in and fucking started wreaking havoc motherfucker like this motherfucker moved in Graffitis the whole fucking wall, right? Like fucking does a piece in the middle of a fucking apartment, dog. Like, no, I didn't, bro. I did it in my room, and yeah. it was like a fine, like uh, a chick in a bikini. You like that shit too, bro? Shit no, it was, was a dope piece. It was dope piece, but the house smelled like paint for like eight days and shit. And like, that is true. And you fucking paint over that shit when we moved out. I didn't. Oh yeah, I just left it. Well, like well, that, I mean, I? I mean, in your defense, the house was a disaster when we moved out. So. I hope they kept it. 
whoever got the crib I think, next. I think you guys ended up painting it before he moved out, right? Nah, nah, I don't think so. Oh, Maybe. Well, we? Someone got like a dope mural. That's dope. <laughs> I'm saying. That's gotta, that should bring up the value of the fucking, of the place. Yeah, we like made a hole in the wall and we covered Bro, it with a calendar and shit. <laughs> like, the walls were like mustard yellow i remember bro it's like the ugliest shit ever dog yeah it was the hood yeah bro it was the hood of but that was that was good times bro like that whole year bro mm-hmm. was i was dope man it was like the one time that i was like really broke but it was like it was all right because <laughs> everyone was on the same boat but somehow we like got a like got through everything bro and it was just you know, as long as we had bud and shit, yeah, it was cool. Mo Derek used to go to Publix and steal like steaks and shit, so we could all eat. Like that's how broke we were, dude. <laughs> bro, yeah, man. What well, he used to do to survive, man. Yeah, that shit was cool. He used to was. like, yo, this dude used to go to like Nordstrom and just like steal clothes and bring it back and be like, yo, I was in Nordstrom too many times this week, so can you do this for me? <laughs> just like, this. he's like, I'll give you two hundred dollars for these jeans if you just. You know, you return them, and you know, I'm just. I did that once. I was like, yo, this is too. Like, I don't, I don't like this feeling, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like a friend of ours. He actually hit up every Nordstrom. He, he took a road trip from here to Cali and hit up every Nordstrom on the way. There. Really? <laughs> yeah. He had like a foolproof system and shit. But it wasn't like that. <laughs> this dude was on like. That's why you gotta respect the man. Like, it was on like some survival mode mm-hmm. shit because he was here like. His brother got deported. His family was in Peru, mm. and he didn't want to go back. Of course, you know. No. Yeah. Fast forward to now, like you know, he made something out of nothing. Nordstrom man. pays like you know a dollar twenty seven cents for those jeans, and they charge two hundred. So who's the real crooks? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, real shit. Yeah. yeah. Say that to the cops yeah. when they arrest. <laughs> I have a friend that um, used to drive Uber like when they first first started, right? Mm. Um, and he would just like not or maybe it wasn't uber no it was a limousine company it was a limousine company and he wouldn't clock in the rides okay and so like he would just charge the and these and he's running you know he's driving around millionaires and shit like mm. bro this dude was stacking for like a fucking year dude just like giving people rides and keeping all the fucking bread right plus the tip Damn. you know what i'm saying yeah. uber's crooked as fuck man yeah, you think so? As a fucking passenger, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I take Uber all day, man, because mm-hmm. I work right down the street from my crib, but mm-hmm. it's too far to walk, you know? So, right. But, yo, like, I've had so many situations with Uber where they, like, keep the meter running and then, like, a $3 ride turns into, like, 35 and shit. Really? And, like, the thing with Uber is that you can't really talk to nobody, so you have to send them, like, mm-hmm. emails. And a lot of times they just send you, like, robotic messages and shit. Right. Until you start, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll respond back eventually. Right, right. If it's, like, a serious matter and shit. But for mm-hmm. the most part, they're just, like, they'll send you just, like, oh, we're sorry this happened, and blah, 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 whatever. So there has been, like... At this point, man, like I call my fucking bank and I just tell them the situation because Uber's just like hmm. they don't cooperate, bro. They just yeah. they're sketchy as shit, dude. Yeah, I, don't I think they're just trying to keep low overhead, right? Well, I think hustles are probably gonna start emerging if they're not already. Because, like for example, when we were in, uh, in Atlanta recently, um, we called an Uber, like using the app, you know, regular, and then somebody called us and was like, "Hey, I'm just calling to give you a heads up." Um, that I'm not in the same car that's listed on there. Like that's information is outdated. And we're like, all right. And then he's like, yeah, also like, where are you again? And like, what are you wearing? Or like, like, uh, yeah, 
all right, cool, click, cancel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right away. Yeah. But, that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Some dude picked me up, and he, I'm like, yo, you don't look like Kimberly. And he's like, no, no, I'm driving. <laughs> she has two cars. I'm like, whatever, just get me to work, man. <laughs> oh, that's probably what they do. They have two cars or some shit, you know, on their, on their one Yeah, account. I took advantage of that, and I was just like, yo, this guy doesn't match the picture and give me my money back. And they're like, all right, all right here you go. We just cracked Sometimes up. they're very, like, when shit like that, it's like they can't say nothing because that's some, like, Yo, like you fucked up because you're letting whoever the fuck driving. You can't. You're not keeping control of this shit. You know. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I got. Remember, I don't know. Remember one of the douchebags of the week was uh, this guy that slammed the into the Uber me. driver. Yeah, yeah. The Uber driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They let anybody drive those things, dude. It's crazy. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point, though. Yeah, some dude that like we got into like a road rage, you know, yellathon or whatever, and this dude just smashed into me like with his truck, you know, on and purpose. He, he was an Uber driver with passengers in the car. Yeah, I don't know. No, he was trying to like aggressively passed me and he miscalculated and smashed it into me. <laughs> I wonder if the taxi cab industry is also like doing shit to try to undermine Yo, Uber, I see that yeah. firsthand just because I work on the beach. Those, you know, they're another like, because Uber's taking them out of business. That's what so, I'm saying. Like, yeah. They just, you know, they run up and down the fucking street like all day just like, you know, asking everyone, just like, yo, you need a ride? And they just, they're, they're crooked too, man. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we kind of like, we make money through them at my job and shit. Right, right. Because, you know, we call them and they just come through, they break us off like mm. 10 to $15, but they charge people like 100 bucks to go to Fort Lauderdale Airport and shit. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. That's just another example of like how technology is kind of running these old traditional businesses out, mm-hmm. you know? Because like Uber is like, think about it you got the app right and i'm sure you know uber's got a bunch of developers and shit like that and you know but you know you couldn't even get customer service and that's because they're not hiring customer service agents or at least not to so like their overhead is low Mm -hmm. they don't have to buy any cars Mm -hmm. i mean like as a business model it you know how are taxi cabs going to compete with that if somebody would have told me the uber idea i wouldn't have thought that they could get past the insurance issues and shit like that you know right but I, sh- I just feel like it's like the wild, wild west right now with like technology. You know what I mean? Like no one's really regulating that shit. It's like, I mean, like I they're starting to have all these trials for to Facebook it, and shit. There's it's so like, many like, I don't know, man. It's it's a little too crooked, bro. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to control that shit as, you know, like if you're working for Uber and you're, I don't know, man. It seems like something that you could always find like a way to like cheat the game and shit, right you know? yeah right airbnb is another one that's interesting you know mm. like you know what i thought the drawback to like these ubers and these airbnbs it would be um people actually trusting that shit right like the idea sounds crazy like you're gonna stay in someone's house and shit right the idea sounds crazy yeah or you're just gonna let some random guy drive you around in his car mm-hmm you know it supports my theory that people are mostly good you know what i'm saying like for the most part like we just sensationalize all the bad shit you know but yeah i i've done airbnb and obviously i've ubered before you know what i mean i'm i know i'm old school but not that old school (laughs) and um yeah man it's fine you know what i mean i've liked every airbnb that i've ever done i think it's cool yeah to like actually stay in a neighborhood exactly exactly that's what a lot of rappers be doing now just renting out mansions airbnbs and acting like that's their crib yeah yeah oh for the for the you know like for the 
Instagram post or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for like their whole, you know, like their videos and shit. You saw when yeah. Bow Wow got caught fucking uh, posing in front of an airplane. Yeah. Acting yeah. like he was about yeah. to like uh, jump on the jet. The you know private what I'm saying? Jet. Yeah. Where, where should we go? You know what I'm saying? He's like posting pictures <laughs> on Instagram. And it turns out he was just like posing in front of the plane. Like he was fronting and shit. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he had rented it to take the pictures. Right. That's just crazy. So then That's people like started doing them, people started doing the Bow Wow challenge on Instagram and shit. <laughs> <laughs> posing in front of like luxurious shit. Acting like it's theirs. Yeah, have you seen this uh Florida Man challenge? Yes. Yeah, that shit's pretty funny. What is it? Pretty awesome. So you Google your birthday month and day and type in Florida man after that and see what comes up or whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it right now. What's right. your uh yeah, me too. What's your birthday though? What do you do? You type in your Florida man. You type everybody type in their own and see what comes With your up. birthday. Yeah. Let's see here. I got mine. Okay. Mine is go. mine is Florida man claimed to be surrounded by cats and alligators before being arrested for murder. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you said put Florida man and then your name. And then your birth month mm-hmm. and day. Like, whatever. Florida August man. 9th is mine. Yeah. And where would it be under news? Just Google it. Just Google it, bro. Okay, here we go. A Florida man let it all hang out at a strip club, Dancer says. He wasn't part of the act. <laughs> That's a great headline. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is in the drinking water here? What's up with you, Sir Thousand? I'm still figuring it out. Sir Thousand, comedy. So wait, I put Florida Man July 6th. Right. Yeah. Okay. And what am I supposed... Oh, Florida Man Rex. Hold on. What am I supposed to be finding, though? Some headline. The headline. Whatever the headline was. Oh, okay. Florida Man Rex Liquor Store blames it on Caterpillar. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one. (laughs) What is it with Florida? Why is like, Florida's like the laughing stock of the country, man. I think it's because there's nothing to do here. So like, with the exception of Miami, bro, like, if you go up north, there's like nothing there, man. So people would just be doing dumb shit. Like, it's the humidity, dude. But there's plenty places where where there's nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be, it's got to be something else, man. Maybe the humidity, the weather. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know, man. You think it's just like a huge coincidence that just the wildest shit happens in Florida? No, but it's kind of like true. Like all the shit, like all the crazies are in Florida. Like, especially like, you know, middle to northern Florida. It's crazy. Yeah. Remember the dude that was eating bath salts? Oh yeah, I was just that was that, that was a uh, smoking him, bath salts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was like eating people's faces and shit. That was like yeah, dude. a block from my job, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. right where I live now, man. That's yeah. on, that was on the 79th Causeway. Yeah, the cops said like when they rolled up and when you know they pulled up, he was still you know naked mm-hmm. on in the middle of the fucking highway and shit, eating the dude's face. Yeah. Even with the cops right there, like with their guns on him and shit. But they don't shoot that dude. <laughs> I think they did shoot him. They did. Okay, yeah, I think they did. <laughs> they yeah. shot him a few times. They and killed like, his ass. Right. They shot him and he like wasn't going down and shit at first. Yeah. Man, Yo, I like, see some dude eating a dude's face. I'm going to shoot him right away. Yeah, real like, shit. Yeah. Straight out. Like, oh shit, vampire. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but that, like that bath salt shit. Yo, there there was a time that they used to sell uh, like in convenience stores uh, that K two shit. Right, right. that synthetic weed. Yeah, right? yo, I used to I've tried it a few times, bro. And there was this one time that like, yo, because the only time I would get that shit is if I couldn't get bud that day, mm-hmm. and it was it's just like just to kind of like take away like you know just, sure. just smoke something just before so just, vaping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I would just smoke just enough to get like a little bit high so mm. it doesn't really affect me. But one day, like I smoked like a whole blunt of that shit, yo, and 
I don't know, I fucking, like, I wasn't myself, bro. Like, I was looking myself in the mirror, and, like, it was on some, like, I don't know, man. I can't even describe this shit, but just thinking of, like, that bath salt shit, bro, it's it's kind of, like, similar. Because you hear a lot of stories from that K2 shit of people yeah. that smoke too much of it, mm-hmm. and they started acting. Like, there's videos on YouTube where you could, like, see. And I, I can relate to it, man. Like, it wasn't that bad for me, but, yo, I was, like, throwing up everywhere. Like, at first... It kind of like hit me not like there was like my TV right in front of me, but that shit looked like it was distant as fuck. Like it was just like a lot further than what it was, bro. And then I get up and I go look myself in the mirror and I just look, I don't know, man. I, can't, I was just like pissed, bro. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I was just looking at myself like angry and shit, bro. And I just, it was the weirdest shit ever, dog. So that, you know, like I think that K2 shit is similar to like Sounds people, like you when people were eating bath salts and shit. Sounds yeah. like you weren't even in control of what you were. Doing. I was a different. I can't describe it, bro. Like I was a different person. I wasn't myself. Like I was looking at myself in the mirror and just like angry at something, bro. Mm-hmm. And it was I couldn't get out of that mind state, mm. you know. And then I try to like lay down to kind of like let it go, like trying to like go to sleep or some shit. Mm. And I just ended up throwing up like all my food for like the week and shit, bro. <laughs> it's crazy and, that uh, that shit is legal, man. Yeah. They took it. I, I mean, I don't think it's legal anymore, Right, yeah. Bro. But that, it was, it was, a, I guess, a loophole yeah, at, the, at the time. Yeah, and it wasn't like FDA approved. Like, it was, yeah, it was like poison, dog. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things that also has changed with time is like, remember, FDA had to approve things before you could sell it. And now it's like, okay, if you put a disclaimer in the commercial or this or on the packaging, you're good. You know what I mean? Like... That was an issue when I uh, was living in California. Mm-hmm. Um, the stores, the weed stores that would sell edibles mm-hmm. were in uh, in a risk of being, they were at risk of being shut down um, because the edibles aren't FDA approved. So technically you weren't supposed to sell it at the time. Mm-hmm. So but- I've heard of uh, actually a couple of dispensaries that were shut down. They were raided by the fucking feds and they were shut down because they were selling edibles that weren't FDA approved. Mm, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know there was regulation on that, but yeah, that's good because I, I, I've heard horror stories about edibles and I've had one too and like I kind of felt like a little bit of a panic, but I only had a small piece, so it wasn't bad at all, you know? I but really I, want to get my hands on some good edibles, bro. I, I've had uh, nothing but good experience. I've had some where like nothing happens, right. but um, I don't know for whatever reason. I think it's a lot easier to find some like as of recent. It mm. seems like there's been a lot of shows that have been going on like in Winwood and shit where they just have like like different dispensaries yeah, yeah. going out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's legal. It's, right. <laughs> but um, Yeah. There's, there's, I think it is legal Wild actually. West, you know? And, um, that's what <laughs> WWW stands for. I think they're about to approve uh, that you can actually sell flowers now legally in in Florida too, like dry oh. like dry herbs and well, shit. Because well, right now Florida you could only do concentrates, vapes, and I think edibles too. So I think oh, technically so I can. think edibles are legal. Oh, here. Right. Well, they just it approved wasn't like that medicinally. Like medicinally, they just not, approved smoking medical marijuana here in Florida. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that now you can smoke it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you couldn't sell herbs mm-hmm. before, and now you can. Oh, okay. I don't know if they approved it or if the or you no, know it passed. I think it passed. Yeah, it passed. Yeah. Shit, man. So Shout that's out. one step away from just complete legalization. Yeah. So Who's they should the, stop drug testing for jobs, then, man. They will. They could test for other shit, but if that comes up and it's legal, it, it doesn't like, make sense. Because like, if you could like fucking sniff coke three days before and get right. the job, but right. you can't smoke weed two months, right. you know, before your fucking interview. Yeah. Like, do you talk about smoking in your music? Yeah. 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 Because me and Dre were having this conversation yesterday about, because like, okay, 
like I've said it before, like when this whole thing of doing this podcast started, like I wasn't really like understanding like what went into it. You know, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like well, what you weren't understanding is that I think you can relate to this. Like you've been putting out music for a while. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. if anybody listens to your music, they can figure out that you smoke weed and that like certain yeah. things about you. Like do you promote your music at work to your coworkers and shit like that? Yeah, but that's just because my job is like we're they're all a bunch of fucking nutcases. <laughs> they're like, all a bunch of stoners. Yeah, anyway. like my yeah. fucking the, the other day, my fucking manager found like crystal meth on the floor. What the like? Yikes! <laughs> yeah, bro, and like. It's just, yeah, man, my job is an exception, bro. So, well, but the point I'm making is like Renee has never really put anything out in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, so what are you worried about this? So the other day, the other day, this coworker of mine, she's like in, you know, in her 60s and she comes into the room and she's just looking at me and smiling like in a weird way. I'm like, (laughs) uh, yeah, what's going on? You know, and she's like, oh, Renee. She's like, I, you blew my mind. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast. And there's so much about you I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she came up in the 70s, I'm sure she's not surprised by any of this. Yeah, you know? she's like, and I just like, I didn't know where to like put my face, bro. I was like, damn, like, I was like, you shouldn't have listened to that. I told her. <laughs> did she like flat out say shit about weed? Or? No, she didn't say it, but like, obviously. <laughs> you knew what she, she was alluding to. Yeah, that's what yeah. she And not just her, but like. My wife's dad, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he's heard a few episodes, her uncle and shit. <laughs> so that's all shit I had never thought of. The cat's out of the bag, Like, bro. in my mind, they were never going to hear this shit, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Know, like, but I think for, I don't know, man. In my life, bro, it's like everyone knows that I smoke weed. There's yeah, no, same I don't here. have to put in my music for you. To, now, me too. You know, like, <laughs> right. my family, I'm just like, yeah, he's, you know, still smoking yeah. weed and shit. It's, it was, it's, they've grown to accept it now, you know? Yeah. But, but like, with, like, uh, Erica's parents, it was like an unsaid thing, right? Right. It was just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like, yeah, they, they probably knew, but like, we weren't going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, but now I guess maybe one day we will. <laughs> yeah. Does your girl smoke? Uh, no, she doesn't. No. And her, like, so her parents, like, do they think that you're like a bad influence? Like, oh, my dog I smokes now. So. <laughs> no, they're super cool. I mean, like, I've seen them obviously after that and, you know. And they, it's like, and it's, nothing's changed? No, nothing's changed. Like, All right. Yeah. All right. Yo. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank I haven't you, like yo. I haven't seen him in like years, so like Dope. I just know like that you got married. I saw a lot of pictures and shit. So thank you, man. Thank you. That's a that's a big step, man. It's weird because like we're older now, and like I'm 35. <laughs> yeah. And you know we're at that age where like that's you know like that's the circle of life. You know you mm-hmm. get right. married and you have kids, and not you know for me, none of that is going on right now. Yeah. And it's I love it, man. But yeah. there's, you know, I don't hang out with my friends how I used to because now, you know, they got... Everybody kids, got their you know? own shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's, you know, and especially living, like, on the beach now, I'm kind of like... Mm-hmm. feels like I'm stuck on a fucking island and shit, just kind of roaming you around. literally are on an island. <laughs> yeah, and so a lot of times, like, I just... I just chill by my... You know, there's a bunch of shit to do around there. Yeah. You know? But I but, um, but I um, started dating Erica at 34 and got married at 37. You know what I mean? So, I mean shit like i just got married you know so like i feel like i i'm just kind of getting into this grown-up shit now like we're looking for a house and all this shit and it's it is weird dude it's like 
the next step is kids and like how the fuck man am i gonna take care of a kid yeah i could barely mm. fucking mm. Nah, man. you know what i'm saying she'll, she'll be good though you just nah, fucking yo. people say that all the time just like no i've one. said like, i've told erica like, i've said this on the show too like i've told her you're like if something happens to that kid you know you can't <laughs> get mad all right yeah <laughs> no, that's bro. the contract yo, if know? if mo Derek can do it man <laughs> you definitely can man yeah that's true do you feel like <laughs> our generation is mentally younger than our parents our growth has been stunted yeah because because um, you know my mom had me at 20 right and right. like my mom's just always been like an adult adult you know what i'm saying as a, or at least as long as i can perceive it so it's like with you know with us in our 30s i feel like we're still yeah, like our generation is is younger you know what i'm saying like fools are still trying to do like art shit and and mm -hmm. like you know taking like the non-traditional walks of life you know yeah it's true like um what, you gonna say something no i was just saying like that's it's kind of funny because i see that i don't know man like it's i don't know man it's it's a it's a weird because speaking from my personal like i kind of like being in like where i'm at now mm. and uh you know but i have a lot of friends that are just you know now it's it's that time you know like a lot of my friends have kids and i see it i'm just like damn like i'm at a stage right now where i don't know if i want that mm -hmm. you know like you start getting older and it's like damn like what if five years from now it's still not like that like i don't want to be like an old dad you know what right, i'm saying right and i don't know man i think for my personal like experience like i'm just used to, i don't know man like i've never really had like relationships that grew into like you know at least like that many you know like yeah. with with women and shit like it's it's always been like how it is now mm -hmm. which is just you know like just meet chicks and you fuck around and then that's you're, it man. you're a rolling stone but i kind of like that now but on the flip side it's like yo when you get older and it's like your life changes like what do you want to do you just you know a lot of things change you know like um I, like for me, I had gotten to a stage where I was just thinking to myself, okay, you know, I was been single for like two years. And honestly, when I met Erica, I was not thinking like I'm going to, you know, try to holler at her or whatever it was. You know, I was thinking, okay, we're going to, she's a cool girl. You know, we're going to be friends, whatever there. And I did. And I tell her this, like, you know, I've told her this many times. Like I thought to myself, like, oh, you know, I'm going to hook up with all her friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Eric and I would just be great friends because she was so cool, man. Like, I really enjoyed hanging out with her. And if she weren't that cool, I wouldn't have taken that step to be in a relationship because, like, I was enjoying it, too. You know, I was enjoying, mm. like, having gotten to that age. And, like, you know, because you find, like, a certain confidence, like, at a certain age where you're just like, you know, fuck the world. Like, yeah, you, know you stop I mean? giving yeah. a fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yo, you know, I've been through this shit. Like, you ain't going to tell me shit now at this point, you know? So, um. And, and, you know, at the same time, you learn to be open to, to people that do know what they're talking about, you know. So it's like a really good age, I think, when a, when a guy gets into his 30s. But to answer your question, uh, I don't think we've been mentally stunted. I think that people just realize that dreams do not come true like in five minutes. You know what I mean? Like you got to put in time and sometimes it may take 20 years. Who knows? You know what I mean? But if you love what you do, you keep pushing, you know, it, something will manifest from that, you know, that's positive. So. Mm. I think that a lot of our people our age are like, okay, A, you know, uh, history has shown that, like, kids are ungrateful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they they end up, like, blaming their parents for, like, issues. And you want to, who the fuck wants to deal with that? B, it's 
fucking time consuming, stressful, puts strain on the relationship, it's expensive, etc. And C, um, you know, we are all trying to get to some other level professionally or personally that it's difficult because once you have kids, like pretty much you're devoted to your kids, you know? I think a lot of people are more independent nowadays too yeah. than they were back then, back in the days, like especially women. Like women now are on some like I don't need nobody. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Back in like the fifties and sixties it was you know, it was yeah. totally different. Mm, right. Um, but I think that has a lot to do with it, man. Like the more like all social media and all this shit comes out, the more it's just like even like relationships, they don't mean shit. Like what they used to, you know what I'm saying? And it has a lot to do with that. It's like you could be in love with someone and then like that chick can get like a DM from someone that in her mind she feels is better than the current. And it's just like, all right, well, I'm bored of this. Let me get to this because it right. looks better. Right. And it's like people are just like they're fickle, you know, they're just they're not loyal to to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's it has a lot to do with social media, I think, because things move like so fucking fast now yeah. so fast yeah. i wonder if humans were even meant to be able to communicate at those lengths you know what i mean what do you mean like uh well like in like a long relationship for so many years right like you can only communicate to those who were like geographically mm. close to you right you know what i mean and then like uh you know the mess the uh the uh you know you started seeing the mail then you started seeing the telegram and you know the invention of the telephone you know and and these things started making the world like kind of smaller and smaller you know what i mean but it's like not in our nature to be able to communicate to just get a dm from some chick in fucking Mm -hmm. california like and be talking to her in real time like this is this is like something that humans are still trying to navigate right i think so you're saying if you could release nanomites that would shut down all technology you would do that that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> but like it can't be ignored the 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 impact that it's having on right. us, you know what I mean? And I think like right now we're especially right now we're at this weird middle stage where we're still trying to figure out how to deal with all this shit cuz we don't know, man. It's mm-hmm. fucking lawless. No, yeah. wildwildwest.humansushibar.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet is the wild. wild. They let us on there. You know what the fuck? You know, no one's watching that shit. Yeah, I, I think, think that's uh, that was with the genius of this. Uh, have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah, that's just like the, an exaggeration of just like yo, it can get to this. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like every yeah. fucking episode is just like how technology could go wrong. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love the episode with the uh, Star Trek, the video game. I haven't seen Black Mirror. You seen that one? I've seen any of it? No, no, no. Yeah, you gotta watch that. You seen the Star Trek one? I, I watch every episode, but I, f- I forgot a lot of it. The one <laughs> yeah. I do remember is the Black Museum, which is the last one. That was like, that was the best one by far. I don't remember. I don't remember that one exactly. But the Star Trek one was the one where they like take your your DNA. Mm-hmm. So the guy will like take your DNA. He'll get like a hair strand or something, right? And uh, the he'll import it into this like video game, kind of virtual video game, right? So now like you're alive inside that video game as well but you're like you like the dna guy that's in the video game right doesn't know the difference he doesn't know that he's in a that he's in a game he's just all of a sudden like on this spaceship you know what i mean so he finds you know all all of this guy's co-workers that he works with happen to find themselves on this like spaceship where this dude the one that's been like taking their dna and shit Mm -hmm. is like the captain Whereas in real life, he's like a pussy dude that everybody picks on at work. Gotcha. But in the video game, he's like the captain. And it's like the Star Trek type video game kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's dope as fuck. Are they really on Star Trek like spaceship working or that's a scenario he created for the game? 
it's a very it's basically star trek they just can't say the word star trek but it's like the fucking it looks just like the old school tv show remember when yeah because like i guess they were trying to say like star trek had a lot of those kind of alternate reality episodes like with the right. and all that shit yeah i'm a nerd anyways <laughs> <laughs> you're a star trek guy i i've watched next generation i watched next no generation shit when i was growing up yeah. no shit never no got shit. into that man yeah i never got into star trek yeah i watched uh with uh what's her name Whoopi goldberg and lieutenant picard Whoopi was in star trek yeah she had like a big flat head headpiece or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i know uh professor xavier was in star trek yeah the old professor x not yeah. the new one no yeah i know i don't watch that new shit bro you don't watch the new x-men nah Yo, those shit's dope, man. Nah. Yeah. I don't fuck with it. I saw you haven't the first seen one. none of them? Yeah, Days of Future Past. I, I saw would think that one. you would like that shit because it's like the Bay of Pigs invasion and all that shit. Like, yeah. you love history. Yeah, no, I'm ready for them to stop making those movies. Already. Marvel's going to take over now. Yes. Marvel's going to take over now. We got to mention them on every yeah, show. Is. They're paying us. Um, oh, yeah. Are you into like superhero <laughs> movies and shit? Not at all, man. Not, Not at all. I think they're most of them are like super overrated, man. Word. What's, what's the, the one that I liked a lot was um the Punisher. The Punisher was fucking fire. The show. The show. Yeah, the show. The show's dope. Yeah, I like um, Punisher. But most of the like movies or like the shows like I haven't got even like Luke Cage. Like a lot of people like big that, that up. Suck. Like they hyped it up like it was. I thought it was a lot of corny shit. shit it was that garbage. Shit. To yeah, me, there was a lot of corny shit in there, yeah. bro. You know what mm-hmm. I think you might like is um the Spider Verse movie, too. the Spider Verse movie, because it's like really you got some like, like the influence is very like, you know what we come from. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like got a lot of culture from the street, like a lot of. Well, that's what Luke Cage was. Like they had a lot of like, hip hop shit in there. Like yeah. I think Ghostface was in, but it was Method just Method Man overall. was in it. Method Man Method was in Man? it. Yeah. I didn't even finish the second. Uh, I didn't watch the second season. Yeah, man, but they was... overdid like the hip hop references, in my opinion. And in mm-hmm. Luke Cage, like the way they did it was super corny, man. It was like they were trying too yeah. hard. You know? Overall, I just um, what was the one with the chick Jessica Jones? Yeah. That shit was dope. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I I don't. What do you think? Like, what's really... your favorite movie? Like, what do you think is a really great movie? Um, damn, that's a good question. I mean, I'm a huge fucking fan of uh quentin tarantino okay word uh i think hateful eight was his best in my opinion Next wow someone that likes hateful eight wow everybody thinks Yo, it sucks i love that movie man. that movie is amazing dude like quentin Tarantino's the only one like that whole scene where they're in the the little fucking what's it called the the, the uh haberdashery <laughs> no before like what's the, the horse and carriage what do you call oh, okay. that shit the, the uh, wagon the stagecoach yeah so like there's like that whole scene is like a good like 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. of they're just conversating but like mm. the dialogue is just like this dude's is dialogue is incredible man it's just he's the only one that can do some shit like that and keep you interested I in just people like talking you know? i agree it's like the same thing with like reservoir dogs that whole conversation in the in the diner yeah, yeah. or pulp fiction too just, yeah, all his know, movies are conversations, but they're fucking great, you know? The yeah. writing is great. Him and uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. another um, Clockwork Orange. Like, that movie never gets old to yeah. me. It's like the most bizarre shit in the world. Nah. It's so good, though. We yeah. talked about it yesterday. We did, yeah, We that, recorded a show yeah. yesterday. We were talking yeah. about Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that that's my favorite yeah. movie. It's my number it's one favorite It's too artsy yeah? for me, yeah. bro. Yeah. Fuck that. But there's a lot of other, I mean, like, I have to definitely say Menace to Society is one of my favorite movies, I love that movie. Just because, I mean, I grew up on that shit. And around that time, 
that's when I got into hip hop and it was like through my brother because he was like he introduced me to NWA and Easy E and all okay. like so back then mm-hmm. everything that was like gangster shit like that mm-hmm. was like it, it was it was my thing you know so like Menace to Society I remember my brother had um remember laser discs like yeah. the big ass yeah, yeah, he yeah. had the fucking <laughs> laser disc bro and every time he'd go to work, I'd just pop that shit in and just watch it in his room. Yeah, your brother like, was balling because you had to be balling and have laser discs. Though. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yo, for a minute, my brother, you know what I found out about my brother, bro? He um, he was, at that time, he was working in like Bird Irons or some shit. He was like, Bird Irons, like, holy shit. In dude. like his late teens or like early 20s. And um, one day, like he was, actually, I think it was Virgin that he was working, Virgin Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody like, came through and just like told him you know like just to like smuggle like a bunch of bread like a bunch of money and shit and he's mm. like yo we'll break you off like thirty thousand dollars or some shit like that it was mm. like i think he said like thirty six thousand or some shit right and um you know like he, he told me move. this and like everything kind of makes sense my brother at the time <laughs> he had like the mustang 5.0 with like the rims the fucking bazooka <laughs> like he was balling and shit man. <laughs> and that's what this shit came you from, figured bro. you figured it out after the fact yeah he told me that i'm like damn man that's why like yo my brother had the most unnecessary shit in his room he had like a big ass like he has scuba gear bro like yeah. <laughs> he's never been scuba diving <laughs> he never used it he just had a bunch of shit that he just he didn't know what to do with his money at yeah. one point man <laughs> he just went crazy he got the car he got the the laser disc and the scuba gear <laughs> yo let's let's do what's the top five like hood gangster hood movies and shit uh all right because you met you you mentioned menace to society okay. Boys okay. In the hood. they don't got to be in order boys in the hood juice juice i think you got to put snow on the bluff there now i don't know if you've seen that nah, shit. what is that it was on netflix for a while bro it's basically a it's a documentary about like you know, like trap zones in Atlanta and some dude that he, like the whole shit starts out with him uh, selling crack to some like white college kids. They go to the hood and, you know, they meet up with this dude and he ends up robbing them. He like gets in the car and he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it, whatever. And then he ends up robbing them for like their camera and everything. Mm. So he's using the whole camera for the whole documentary, filming just his daily life of just going around like trapping and shit just selling that's crack crazy. and shit bro. that's crazy and you see just it's just like you know it's like a, from like a first person shooter perspective that you see this whole documentary and it's just you know it's like Atlanta and hood shit like that's that's the whole thing bro so mm. that's definitely I don't know if it's still on there bro but you definitely gotta oh, check, I'll check that, that out. out but the, I mean I wouldn't count documentaries I don't think in this right. list yeah this is like what else, um, you know have you ever seen Strapped Strapped. Federal stars in it. No. Uh, I feel like I have, man. I don't. State property. <laughs> State property. No, you know which one's good? The one uh, with Cameron. Mm. Uh, paid in full. Paid in full. That's a good movie. Damn, juice. I, I, I put juice in there. Yeah, yeah, juice is definitely. Have you guys ever seen Ghost Dog? Yeah. No, Way no. of the Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. The RZA got that's some songs on the soundtrack. That's kind of a hood movie. Yeah, but I'm I refuse to include that in the list. <laughs> I refuse. It's too good. What else would go in there? We're like, uh, what's the other one with with uh Lawrence Fishburne? The Matrix. New Jack City. Oh, New, New Jack, Jack City. New Jack City. Yeah, yeah. That movie's dope, man. That's gotta go in there. I am my brother's keeper. Keeper. Um, uh, baby boy. Baby, baby boy was dope. Jason's lyric. Was I hated another baby one. Boy. Jason's lyric. I hate that dude. Uh what's his name? What was the one that, like the I know I said hate and I mean it. What's his name? 
You don't like Baby Boy, though? Yeah, that Baby Boy dude. What's his name? Tyrese or something? Yeah, Tyrese. Yeah, no. That's... Snoop kills it in that movie, <laughs> though. Snoop is dope in that movie. Oh, Snoop is dope when in the little kid, day. The little kid. You've seen Baby Boy, right? I can You've seen it, too? I've seen I can't remember parts. It. I don't think I ever saw the whole movie. Like, Snoop is fucking homeboy's chick. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, his baby daddy's chick. That's uh-huh. it. And the babies, like, at one point, Snoop's smoking a blunt in the apartment. And oh, the yeah. baby's, like, building a fort with, like, pillows. <laughs> and Snoop kicks it down. He's like, man, fuck your fort. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is classic, bro. That's awesome, dude. Word. Does anybody have a douchebag of the week? Mm. What's the douchebag of the week? So this is a segment <laughs> that we do every week where we just kind of talk about who's the biggest douchebag this week. It could be a public figure. It could be your fucking Definitely boss. Definitely one comes to the top of my head, but it's a very cliche one that I don't even have to say shit, but hmm. um, you probably have done it. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. yeah. I, we banned him from douchebag of the week because he's douchebag of, of he's the like past 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his legacy. Yo, another, which... I'd like to hear your opinion, man, because I know you're a huge fucking Michael Jackson fan. Mm. Mm. What do you think? Have you seen the documentary? I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I think maybe I'm purposely... That shit is the most disturbing shit I've ever seen, dude. Yo, everyone's saying that, man, but like, I don't... I kind of don't want to watch it in a way because, like, you know, I don't don't even care, dog. It's like, yo, like, straight up, if he did that, he's dead now. You know what I mean? Right. And if he didn't do it, then whatever i mean he's dead now <laughs> whatever the point is you know enjoy the man's music leave that shit alone or... that was a, that was like the interesting because i was i like michael jackson but it's profiteering man i'm not like a diehard fanatic like a lot of people right yeah. but i always thought like like the whole well, even africa bambetta like the whole shit with him like yeah i can't even say i'm a huge fan of him i don't you right know, like but if it was someone i don't know man like someone that i list like black thought you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. if I found out some shit, like, would it affect how you listen to his music? Or yeah. can you still, like, listen to his music? Can you separate the person from the art? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing, okay, I'll give Black Thought Douchebag of the Week. Here's why. Really? <laughs> why? Because, <laughs> man, I know, I know, I cut you deep. This is, listen. yo, this is <laughs> controversial <laughs> yeah. right yeah. here, B, because I'm not sure I can stand for this. So, Black Thought, I've said for many, many years, and I think... Charlie knows this about me that he's my favorite rapper. Like I've said for many years, yo, Black Thought was my favorite rapper. So you know he came out with the freestyle last year that everybody was talking about, and the then, funk flexing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. killed that shit. Killed that shit. Fucking murdered it. Then he had the two albums back to back or whatever. Knife Wonder. Yep. Which fucking murdered it. Then I go see him live for the first time ever going to see the Roots. Right. I go see them at the Fillmore this past December or something like that. I think it was yeah December. And it was the worst hip hop show I've ever been to in my whole life. Yeah, for real. For real, dude. Like you got to go to a Roots show. He was straight up <laughs> like, like that was a Roots show. Oh, it was all damn. Bro, yeah, really? yeah. And he was straight up like mumbling half the songs. Like you know what I mean? He's like just like mumbling through the song. Maybe he was doing the the tipping point song over and over. Bro, I'm telling you, dude. I walked. I was like, That's I just kept funny. getting more and more upset as the concert went on, and I was just like, and he didn't even do like a lot of songs. I mean, he like maybe rapped on like six songs, and the rest of them were just like the band doing breakdowns and shit like that. You know, like damn man, this, yo, it was horrible, dude. Horrible. Sucks, I, I walked out of there like I call him Whack Thought now. Damn son. <laughs> yeah, give me my money back. Yeah, that's harsh, man. But I've heard like a lot of people who have seen the roots live and say that they're one of the best shows they've ever Bro, seen. I so know, the one but... time I saw him that I think it was like 2006 or seven, 
Yo, they killed that shit. Yeah, man, I take that shit personally, dog. Straight up, I feel you like don't they, know what that man was going through, man. They knew what I. They knew I was there. Come on, man. They knew you were there. Yeah, they gotta put on a better show than that. Come on, man. Maybe he just ate like some bad shellfish. The people you know, had to shit, it bro. Felt like, and he's you know, sitting there on stage having a shit. No, like you try rapping when you got a shit, bro. <laughs> he, he was sweating up there, boy. That's happened with um when I saw Talib Kweli and uh at UM mm-hmm. they were doing like free shows there for a while. I saw that show. Yeah, yeah. He was fucking trash, dude. Word. Yeah, Kweli uh, is not the best performer, bro. Dude, like it wasn't as bad as Black Thought. And I saw it, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, he wasn't great, but Black Thought But was I mean, terrible. just in general, like, it wasn't like Quali had one bad show. Like, that's kind of like a, a thing about him. Like, he's not mm-hmm. the best performer, like, mm-hmm. at least when he's solo. When he does the Black Star shit, yeah. I guess, I don't know, man. Maybe he feeds off of most death, but. It sounded like, like, he had, like, some argument about payment in the back right before he came out. And he was like, yeah, Yo, y'all just play. I'm going to fucking spit a couple songs for the fans and we'll get out of here, you know? Who's, like, who's the best hip-hop live performer that you've seen the best hip-hop live performer would have to be meth and red uh you know what man that's one of my favorite shows because i went to see meth and red in fort lauderdale at revolution and and it was a outdoor show like they had an outdoor stage and there was maybe like 250 not not even like i'll say like 500 people there like not a huge group but not a small group these dudes literally came into the crowd started hitting blunts and shit like while they were performing it was fucking sick um and aside from that man i would say like i saw most deaf one time that was sick because he like when uh, we went with a dude one of my boys he was wearing um he had gotten the the most deaf album cover airbrushed onto a t-shirt and this most definitely literally stopped the show, pointed him out, and was like, yo, let me see that. He, like, brought it on stage or whatever. It was pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. I saw Meth and Red. I've seen them a bunch of times, but the best time that I've seen them was at the House of Blues in L.A. Mm-hmm. Fucking Redman climbed up to the balcony on the second floor and fucking stage-dived off that shit, bro. That like, that shit was crazy, man. Yo. But I think they the best always- live show I've seen is KRS-One. Really? That's like, what I was going to say, bro. Yo, last year, uh, we saw, you saw, the, the you were there? No, nah, right? Nah. Kara's, yo, we opened up for KRS, bro, and like, we had a good show. Yeah. Um, Bro, when he gets on stage, though, it's like nothing else matters. Yeah. Like, whatever you did, no matter how dope you are, like, nothing, yo, I've never in my life, it was at Churchill's, that shit, I've never seen Churchill so packed before, bro. Like, you mm. couldn't even move in there and like, yo... That dude is incredible yeah. as a fucking performer. No dude. hype, man. It's just him, nah, him and the a, mic. Though. I have some videos on my phone of that nah, shit still. Like, but um, I was gonna say him and uh, what was there was two others. One is um, I li- I used to listen a lot to Sage Francis. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're yeah if yeah I'm familiar. Well, I'm familiar. Well, I figured yeah. you're familiar, but yeah. um, but yeah, like the first show I seen was uh when Personal Journals came out. Like that was his like his Illmatic and shit. You know. Okay. But he had a show down here in um in Isle Lounge, and it was on a Sunday, and it was like, like probably thirty heads in there. Mm-hmm. He made that shit seem like there was like three thousand people, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's he's another one that's like really dope in this performance. Yeah, another one is was MF Doom just because of the classic <laughs> fucking like. Dude's a man, bro. 
No, but I'm saying you know the whole shit that he was doing for a while where he was he, he wouldn't even go. Yeah, dude, like that. <laughs> that's like the ultimate trolling. You know dude, about that, is. right? No, what was MF it? Doom would book shows and he wouldn't even shit. like he would send somebody else and shit. Yeah, with, with the, the mask, mask on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Like to this day, I don't know if I actually seen him perform in that. That's amazing, though. That's awesome. Bro. I remember he performed at the same. I think Iowa Lounge when it was uh you know literats and shit. Yeah, and um. I, I I don't remember, bro. Like, I, cause back then I wasn't really into MF Doom like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. To this day, I don't know if it was him or not, bro. I think it was. But his music is dope, though. Like, yeah. MF Doom is dope, man. Him and Ghostface. I was gonna remind say, me of each other. I was gonna and say, I know they got some shit. They got some shit out too, right? Together. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we're running a little long, but bro, I can't let you go without talking battle rap because I know you're you're. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> into battle rap and shit yeah nah not so much how it used to be but i was like, yeah you were you were do you follow it, it though i follow it but not like i'm just i follow certain battlers now like i i don't there was a point where like i would watch every fucking battle it's too much now though yeah, like, it's, now, yeah it's a lot you know so like there's probably like five battlers that i really watch like as a fan mm-hmm. and even those like it gets boring like now like what i look for in battles is like the crazy shit that happens sometimes that's mm. just like you know just because you have so many battles where like both are going back and forth and they're both going in that you're used to it so when some shit happens in the crowd or someone gets punched or something like, <laughs> you're watching for that shit yeah, yeah. it's like i mean it, it's, who, who it's, do you follow though um pat stay from I like canada pat stay. he's yeah, he's, uh, he's he has a battle where you got to watch if you haven't he battles a transsexual Mm-hmm. I've I've heard about but, it. <laughs> yo, he's the dude is fucking hilarious. He the thing with him is that he's like a full package. Like he has bars. He's comedic. Like he's just so comfortable, man. Like yeah. he battled that that tranny. He was like, my bad, fucked up. I called her a tranny. <laughs> <laughs> the transgender yeah. person. But he's like, he's like, yo, you use the face recognition on your phone to get your phone open. Yeah, I heard that. But now you only, and he was like. And that every time you open it up, it thinks that it's Hulk Hogan. (laughs) 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 Yo, I heard somebody say, like, why are uh, transgender people upset at the term tranny? Like, you know, it's like grandmother. Granny. Granny. Right. (laughs) Right. That's true. Tranny. You know what I mean? That's true. Or when you refer to them as like the, the acronym. LGB whatever LGBTQ R that shit's got way too many letters bro Y and Z whatever man yeah who else so Pat Stay who else who was a disaster definitely disaster yeah fuck with disaster did you watch that movie Bodied yeah yeah stupidest shit ever yeah that movie was corny as fuck yeah it's cool like you know what's funny about it is that like on on my Facebook like I have a lot of like battle fans and just bad like you know whatever man like that's most of like the people that are on my page so i see a bunch mm-hmm. of people like posting about it mm-hmm. and a lot of the battlers and the people from like the battle culture like yo like they're just proud because battle rap has something mm-hmm. and i get that you know yeah. like, but they're not being honest man like that movie is not it's not a good movie right it's, what it's, part like why do you because for me like i thought it got some stuff right in the sense that like it spoke about like for example like one of the truest things i think it said for me my opinion again i'm not a huge battle rap fan and i've never really completely gotten it you know what i'm saying but uh he says 
you know, if I can battle rap, that's what's wrong with it. Like he says it obviously better in the middle, of, like in the last. That battle. makes a whole lot of sense without yeah. saying too much, though. It's like right. that's that's a big reason why I can't watch battle rap that much anymore because right. now it's like everyone doesn't mm-hmm. like like I'd say probably eighty to 80 90 percent like they don't actually rap like they don't rap on you know you give them a beat they don't know what the fuck to do mm-hmm. so it's like it's weird man like yeah. it's 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 completely a different ball game now it's evolved to something else mm-hmm. and i like it and i don't like it you know because now it's kind of like wrestling like it's all about showmanship yeah. Yeah. And it's all like hyping it up good yeah, comparison. You know, there's yeah. also like a lot of politics where like you might not understand why this dude is getting like a big look you know and right. meanwhile this dude is really dope but you know they're not giving him that push right and there's a lot of politics which is why my personal experience has a lot to do with why i don't i can't you know i don't like doing it anymore like mm. you start waste. it's like you're wasting time and like if you're not getting paid for the shit it's like mm-hmm. you know it gets to a point where it's like yo like you're putting a lot of time and a lot of people don't realize what it takes for these battles man like they book you like two months ahead of time yeah Mm -hmm. and you're writing your shit out man like for some people that shit is you know some people can get it done in a week other people like i take all you know whatever time you give me i don't stop until that day of right you know and it's like it's a lot of work that people are just like you know when i first started doing it which is like how many people started they're just happy to be a part of it Mm mm-hmm and I just like that's how I started, like just the fucking love for the. I remember when we used to live together. That's when grind time started, man. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch this, just like, just like dreaming of this shit, like because yeah. it was such a big thing to me, man. Like I grew up on battle rap yeah. from like yeah. the days of who can roast the most and you know right. recognize was killing shit. And it used to be a, a rite of passage into the rap, into to being a rapper. You know what I'm saying? You used to have to battle on the street, then you put out a song then yeah now it's not but now people just have battle careers that they don't do nothing else but that's what i respect though in a way it's like i respect the fact that it became its own industry you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it kind of they carved their way into the into their own thing where they're no longer a rite of passage now you can be a battle rapper period you know i respect that it's yeah but like i think there's like you were saying it's like now if if you can be a battle rapper if this random you know like the the white kid in the whole movie is like it's very on point as far as that goes it's mm-hmm. just like just this kid that doesn't actually rap but he has a passion for it because he loves watching these dudes and mm-hmm. you know like a lot of people start like that now yeah that they don't actually i'm know. gonna start doing it dog like, <laughs> yo they call me talon because i dig my lyrics into your brain damn that didn't even rhyme bro <laughs> you heard it oh it's supposed to rhyme <laughs> yeah right. yeah that's probably rule number one hold on let me write <laughs> pat's day disaster who else um who else uh i like big k man big k was uh not so much now but yeah for a while big, big k, k was, was uh, yeah for like three years he was fucking killing yeah, everything, when he was like bro. i mean you probably watched when he was like I'm battling Ilmac and Thesaurus. Yeah, when he battled Ilmac, that, that was Yo, a like, crazy battle, bro. Yeah, both of those. Even were, though I think Ilmac got that yeah. with, with the last, the thing with the last the round. Big K is that he's such a, I think Thesaurus, like he worded it perfectly. After their battle, he was like, he's like, yo, when Big K raps to you, like it feels like he's punching you in your fucking chest. Because he's just, it's just bars. Like it's just, yeah. he doesn't create this whole story, all these schemes. Nah, and it's punchline after punchline. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, that's a big part of why I enjoy his shit is because a lot of people just, they're so like complicated with their like, cause when, like it's just, you know, the yeah, double entendres the and shit yeah. and all this like, cause uh, like yeah. that shit yeah. is just like, that's bro. what loses me, dude. It's like, you know, like, 
it's, I don't know, it's just ridiculous. Like they're trying to lead up to some clever punchline, so they like constructed this whole lead up to it that's and they unnecessary. It. Yeah, right. It's so like, yeah. It's like, but yeah. when it's done right. Like that same tactic when it's done right, I think the two guys that really do it well is is Ilmac and Disaster. Mm-hmm. Like them dudes go on this this long ass fucking journey, yeah. but it pays off at the end. You know I what I mean? No man, not yeah. for me. That's just too long. They'll be like for like thirty minutes. They'll be like because then you went to Africa and then you and that's why you're a great elephant. Get it? Yeah, and I'm like, nah, what nah, the nah. hell? But like, Disaster <laughs> had that line against DNA when great Disaster. Elephant. Yo, that, the way that's Disaster my favorite fucking battle, bro. Dude. Like the whole like yeah, because the the difference with the real bridge and the gap that's what I'm bars about. and delivery, <laughs> dude. Like that whole yeah, and he <laughs> delivered that perfectly, Killed man. That shit, the thing bro. about Disaster also is that when he does those long ass things, like when you fuck up, but like you're able to just keep on doing, like yeah. it just looks better, yeah. you know. Because otherwise it looks too robotic, nah, right? And no, he'll that. throw a bar in the middle and like reference the cl- the crowd or something, there, and then go right back into the same scheme. Like the, uh, the way he does that shit is he insane, did that bro. in that scheme when he because he looked at an organic. Yeah, he said stop he looking like, at the clock because this is the body bag of the century. Yeah. And then he like yo, that's that's some true like veteran shit, man. Yeah, like when you're dope. doing shit to the point that you're so comfortable, like you can do shit like that, man. Like it took me a while to even like come up with like one or two rebuttals in a fucking battle. Right. The thing with that shit is that you memorize three verses perfectly. Right. So one thing throws you off, mm-hmm. man. It doesn't even have to be a rebuttal. It, has to, it could be someone that just dropped a fucking glass right. bottle or some shit. And then like, you know, it interferes with your train of thought and shit. Yeah, there's so much to distract you during a battle for sure. The yeah, and especially now, like before you had the beats. And like right. now it's just your voice and it's like hundreds of people watching you. So it's like, yeah. you have to be like very on point. Have you shit, ever... Man. And like, there's a camera on you and you know that there's people watching at home and shit too. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever spit a line that you thought was going to be like, people going to be like, oh, but then like when you spit it, no one reacted. <laughs> I think that happens to everyone. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, th- but you learn anyways, real quick. <laughs> I think you learn like, well, most people should, man. It's just get through your shit, like just spitting, like don't do that shit. Because yeah. a lot of people, I mean, just like you were saying, like sometimes they hype it up, like whether it's like with hand movements or whatever it is. But you could already tell that they're they're gassing this shit. So right. then when it comes, it's just like eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, wasn't, it didn't need it's all too that much, shit. Too I much hate the hand movements, man. Like the smack rappers, the way like all I can't yeah, stand man. it, bro. I can't stand those hand movements. Yo, and shit. but battle rap used to be like, all right, like you know, somebody's like spinning on the corner, right? And then somebody else comes up and spin. All of a sudden, this battle would break out, right? Like, and it would be based on like what you can see at the moment. Or what you would know is the rumors about this person like floating around in the hood, right? Like, so other people know it too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now it's like these dudes, it just sounds weak to me when they're like, so I went on your Facebook page and I scrolled down <laughs> to the bottom and I saw you, you know, it's like, yo, come on. Man. Know, that bro. shit is whack, man. Yeah. Like, when it gets, I just like, a, I mean, at the end of the day, you're just, you're seeing who's the better rapper, bro. So, like, all that, per- especially when they get on some like, you know, start. Yeah, I heard your mama got fucking cancer. Like, yeah, like that shit yeah, to me is extra. like, yeah, bro. Like, and a lot of people like they use the oh, but it's battle rap. You accept, yo, like we're still humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never do that shit outside. Like, if I'm battling you, I'm going at you. Right. I'm saying some shit directly to you. Right. And I'm gonna say some fucked up shit to like mm-hmm. make you feel like a certain way. But I'm right. never gonna. 
be like, yeah, well, you know, the other day I was looking at your sister's ass and I grabbed it, like, you know, just dumb shit like that. Or just, I don't know, bro. But a lot of people, I guess they're pieces of shit inside of them saying they're like, oh, this is perfect. I have battle rap to be an asshole. And right. people just got to accept it. And then if that person gets emotional, it's like, oh, you, you they bitch. lost. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. but shit like that, like, I, I really feel like, I mean, I think it's like a never ending argument with people, but. I just don't agree with that shit, man. Mm-hmm. But it had yeah. to evolve from that, like from what it used to be, though, that street corner thing, because that's not scalable. Back then, right. who's going to watch that battle that you just described? The what? three, four people that were there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm saying like they, they just had to figure out a way for it to, to, to make it scalable, especially for the people at home, because there was a big shift in battle rap. It used to be like the scribble jam type battles where you put mm-hmm. on a beat and rap yeah, for 30 seconds. You right. know what I mean? And, and then you know, grind time came out. I think before grind time, it was well, jump before off. That well, there was, I mean, what happened? Like I think it was some shit called jump off. Yeah, jump off. Yeah, that, the two on two. That's shit. what made me really. And I think when we were living at that at that apartment, that's what it was. Because you know, a parable yeah. and Mad Ills, they were a team. That's how I found out about jump off too. Is through parable. And that, like at the time, like I mean, years before that, like. I was in the same battles as Parable. I was watching Parables like kill people. Right. And now just to see him like on fucking you like YouTube just came out around that time. You yeah. Know? Like that wasn't so, even on YouTube. That was on jumpoff.tv. Yeah. It was on their own shit. Yeah, bro. And I remember just going home like like waiting to watch like all those fucking battles yeah. on the WRC or yeah. whatever. Same here, yeah. And that like once I saw that someone I knew personally was on that shit, it started making me it's like, yo, I need to like I wanna do this shit. Yeah. And like the one thing that I think held me back forever was um was the fact that you have a camera in front of you like for like 20 minutes and you know like anything could happen so like i guess i i always do that with just like with everything in general like i overthink shit i'm just like yo what if a bird shits on my head (laughs) you know so like the only the reason i got on grind time was because um i don't know if you know cat callus i know i know who he is yeah uh, so like he was uh, an orlando dude he was uh you know he was the south division president at the time right and um, I guess like somebody told him down here that, you know, some battlers out here. So he hit me up and he was just like, yo, like I've heard, you know, like you battle and shit. We want you to get on grind time. And if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I'd ever would have made because I was so like I was like terrified of being in front of a camera for that right. long. And just, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, I don't know, I guess like overthinking this shit. Yeah. And then but when he called me, I was just like, yo, like, yeah, I'm going to try this shit out. And he was like, all right, like, we're going to give you like at the time there were like big names in Florida. And I told him, I was just like, yo, I've never done this shit. So just give me like someone that's like new. That's because, you know, like I'm experiencing what we're doing now, like right. battle on beats. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But I've never done this shit. So, you know, let me get my feet wet first. And mm-hmm. he, he put me up against some uh, Asian kid named Al P. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he choked like every verse. And I just. Like, I remember Cap was just like, yo, he's an Asian dude, so don't be, like, cliche and just come with a bunch of Asian jokes. So I was like, all right, bro, all Asian jokes. <laughs> I love it. It was all fucking Asian jokes, man. Like, and that was, yo, like, that feeling, though, like, that's one of those, like, moments in hip-hop, like, your personal experiences. Yeah. It was just like, like, you know, you'll never forget this shit, man, because that feeling of just wanting to do it, and then it's just like, yo, I'm finally here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like... And then winning. Yeah. And, you know, having, like, a good turnout. Most, like, these... I remember that event, like, I was the only one that had, like, a clear, like, I killed a dude. There was some other battles that were, like, back and forth, but that was, like, the only one that was, like, damn, like, this dude fucking choked and this kid fucking came on some, like... And I remember it was, like, 
recognize Dinez, like people I grew up listening yeah. to that were judging the shit that, you know, like that to me at the time was like a big thing too, man. Cause mm. recognize was someone that like he fucking murked me when I was first starting out, you yeah. know? Mm. So like, you know, just seeing that whole, like the circle and shit, like recognize was doing his mayday shit at the time. And, yeah. You know, so it was dope, man. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. Any big names, uh, battle on that card? Um, that card, nah, man. It was honest, like that was like the beginning of the Florida division. Okay, and they just had like it's funny because that's when things like kind of like skyrocketed, not skyrocketed, but like things got better for the Florida division. Yeah, and I think like it was a big reason was because that just started in Orlando, and at the time they just kind of had like crash test dummy rappers like they didn't have anyone that wanted to do this shit uh-huh. so if you see like the first few battles of grind time in orlando there's a lot of like just cornballs man right. just straight and then they came down here and i think me and um knowledge medina he was one of the first ones that was on it and like it kind of you know like it made them look at miami differently you know and then other people started coming in the mix I got um I recognized know. battled in grind time one time right like yeah. he battled no can do i think that's what that battle or that event was when things started like people started recognizing me is I had a battle with this dude with ATM. Um and uh yeah, I remember recognized battle no can do yeah. on the West Coast. And it was like it's kinda underwhelming to be honest, man. Yeah, that battle was, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. he recognized brought a lot of people. I was expecting something different from both of them. Yeah. But um, you know, it is what it is. No can do's dope though. Yeah, he He's, was he was dope, man. I don't know if you were at Grizzle, but and uh, I wasn't there. But uh, which one is that? The one that he battled Disaster. Disaster, yeah. yeah that was, a that was the first battle. That was the only battle I seen Disaster live. And like seeing this dude live is like, <laughs> yo, imagine like I mean just watching his battles on YouTube and shit. Yeah, that battle to me was next to the DNA one was probably like one of his best ones. Man. Yeah, that dude like you could feel the anger, bro. bro. <laughs> you know what was so surreal about that day is that. I was watching this shit and I was like standing right next to Thesaurus and uh, I think uh, Enos. Okay. And like just that, just watching Disaster No Can Do. Like these are dudes I've been watching on YouTube for years. Yeah, and shit, right. You know? Yeah. Grizzle was, was, but that was like also the downfall of grind time. That that whole event was when things just kind of. Really? Went. Yeah. How so? You don't know? Yeah. That's the whole like, the whole shit with grind time is that the business went sour because. Everybody it, caught beef with Matt Ills. I know that. Yeah. Because basically like. It was just, it grew too fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the shit like started blowing up real quick. And it was just three or four dudes that were just doing this as a grassroots movement. Yeah. That mm-hmm. They didn't know what it was going to skyrocket into. And now you have like the whole thing of Grizzle, I think, was that Cap Callis, he funded like all the battles. He paid all these dudes out of his pocket. Yeah. And, um... And, you know, like, at the time, like, Mad Ills was the president. He was the one that was getting all the money from, like, YouTube and shit. And I think the whole story was that um, Cap, you know, he, he asked him, like, yo, like, I did all this. And it was a huge fucking success. Like, that event was what put, like, grind time on. And, like, yeah. just battle rap in general. Like, yeah. it was a fucking, it was a huge turnout, man. But he didn't want to, he didn't want to break bread with him, man. He didn't want to fucking split the money. Mm. And um, Yeah, that's what I heard, too. And they were going to do a, another event. And then, you know, out of nowhere, Cap was just like, yo, like, I'm not doing grind time no more. Fuck Matt Ills. You know, and then hmm. the shit started going around. And, you know, dude from West Coast, Lush One. Lush, yeah. 
you know, he had the same beef. And to this day, he fucking hates him, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've even, like, Matt Hills is a kind of, like, one of the reasons for me that I just got tired of battle rap because it got, like, when that shit happened, I was expect because I was, like, really cool with Matt Hills at the time. And he just basically, like... He's one of them dudes that he says that he's going to do all this and that and then like it never happens. Mm. And I don't think he's a bad person, but he just makes a lot of wrong decisions mm-hmm. business wise, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me, it was just like, yo, like, fuck this, man. Like, you keep telling me, you know, like you're going to put me on. So like, because my whole thing was like, I got to a point in battle rap where I felt like, all right, like, give me someone more that, like, more people are watching. More make, make me the fucking underdog, because right. in Florida, it started being, like, you know, battle whoever, and mm. at the time, I was like, I just wanted to battle, but it gets to a point where it's like, yo, you know, this isn't doing that much for me anymore, you know? Like, yeah. can you put me up against someone that people are, like, in tune with and shit? And, you know, every event, it was like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, I'm going to put you up against this, or he always had, like, these ideas that would always fall through, bro. Like, it, it was, like, the worst at, like... But, you know, whatever, man. Um, But that was a big reason. Like, that was, like, the first thing in battle rap that was just, like, it started taking, like, the love out of the shit for me, you know? I feel like everything changed after, like, the downfall of of Grind Time. Because then you saw King of the Dot come up and then URL come up and it kind of became, like, split. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with Grind Time, everybody was on the same page. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing with Grind Time is, like, a lot of people got lost in the mix because there was so many... I don't know if you remember, but Grant, at one point, this is one of Matt Ills' great fucking decisions that he made. It was just like, yo, let me just start making a bunch of divisions in random places. You'll even see like disaster mentions in some battles. Like he'll just be like, yeah, now Matt Ills is making grind time in Nebraska. Or like he'll just say funny shit because like he started, you know, branching out and just, and at the end of the day, he tries he tried to make it look like yo like we want this to expand but all it is is that he wants more bread coming right. in so right. he started making like i think each division had their own beef with with ills man and um you know eventually the shit caught up and it was just like the more you see grind time like if you go in chronological order like all the videos you'll see like towards the end it beca- like he just kept on trying to get different people to run the shit he just basically wanted to sit back and, right you know, and just like, collect Here. checks and a lot of people they're just happy to be in you know like involved in this shit at first so they're just like yeah like we'll do all these fucking events and put it on grind time just make us the host mm-hmm. that's why right. like grind time after that that downfall with uh grizzle you'll see like every few months there's a different host mm. fucking lms was a host at one point yeah you yeah, know what i'm saying I remember, yeah and then it was like it was bro like that's just i don't know bro but that was the first thing that, for me, was just like, it was enough, man. Yeah. They, sh- they should get just... it going again and then battle each other in the first episode. <laughs> I mean? Who's that? Grind time All the dudes out. that got beef? Yeah. They battle each other to kick it yeah, off. I don't think a battle is going to solve that, bro. There's money involved. Yeah. There's nothing a battle's going to do for me if you owe me money, man. And I'll host it. We need to start a human sushi battle. That's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. we've been having uh, people call in and yeah. spitting some bars, man. You got to call in, dude. Yeah. I don't even, yo, I just saw the, what is that? Like, so you guys have a phone number you can call in. So Yeah, and you just leave a message and then we'll just like, you know, we have a a, a segment on the show, which we don't have any messages, so we're not going to do, do it today. But we have a segment on the show where we just play all the messages that we got and we just talk about it. You know, Oh, so, so you called, already have them like once. I thought like. Yeah, the past two episodes we've been doing it. It's called yeah. Bento Box. The Bento Box. 
Yeah, yeah so you just call intro. in like a lot of people since I know a lot of MCs and shit. You know, they've been like spitting verses on there and shit. So we've gotten some fire ass verses on the voicemail and shit. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I'm just crank call, and just spit a verse and hang up. That'd be dope. <laughs> hang up in the middle of the verse. <laughs> I'm waiting to collect all the verses before I spit mine. You know what I mean? Make sure my shit's That's clean. Oh, nah, uh, okay, I see. Know what I mean? Word. I thought you were right, man. It's all in uh, here. It's all. Jay Z, you're gonna Jay Z that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your social media handles and shit? Where can they reach you? Where can they get the uh, album? Um, Sir Charles, well, Sir underscore Charles 1000 at Instagram. Sir um, underscore Charles, the number 1000. Yeah, the number 1000. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have an album coming out. It's not out yet, but uh, April 12th, I'm putting it out. It's called Chronicles of the Third Born. Word. Um, it's going to be up on everything. Um, I'll have physical copies for the ones that still buy CDs, mm-hmm. maybe even tapes. Nice. Um, yeah, man. I'm still on Facebook, but I don't like. Yo, you know what's weird about Facebook? Like, I find myself having to like force myself to get on. Like, I, it's just mm. it was cool. Like, I used to like going on Facebook at one point, mm-hmm. and now like I just have it. There. It's like, work. Man, it's not even work. It's just like I'm not interested in like. It's too political, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I yeah. think social media in general, bro. Like, if it wasn't for being an artist, I don't think I'd I'd be on this shit, bro. Yeah. Man. But we gotta start uh, hotlines again, like phone trees and shit, like whatever that shit was. Chat room, party lines, party line, yeah. We'll bring that back. Chat room was popping. The a the the AOL chat rooms, which shits were popping oh. back in the day. Remember uh, ASL, age, sex, location. Everybody oh, yeah. would fucking ASL. say what they are. Yeah, that's right. ASLP, send yeah. a pic in my email. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm talking before pics. I'm extra old. Before that pics. That shit was like downloading sections and shit. <laughs> you know, back then it was like if you got caught like in Miami room 23 <laughs> from someone that's in like you were a nerd like what are you doing on Saturday night and you're in a <laughs> chat room now it's like you know it's like you're fucking whack if you don't have now you have a chat room shit. in your pocket and shit yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy man <laughs> yeah stay off social media people that but, but if you do go on social media, check out Human Sushi Podcasts on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was about to say what a great segue he gave us. Into- Until I shut it down. I ruined it. <laughs> All right. I'll give myself douchebag of the week. Nah, man. nah. That stays with whack thought. Fucking. Um, yeah, I know. Damn. Yo, <laughs> I'm gonna get some hate for that one. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, it's, dude, hey, but at least the, you, you have a legitimate. He was my favorite you know, like, rapper, yo. I would you be disappointed understand. if I saw one of my favorite rappers. Like I defended him for years. People are Biggie this, Jay Z that, Tupac this. I'm like, nah, Black Thought, Black Thought, Black Thought. Everybody, and then he does that to me, dog. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, Straight he did up. it to you. Yo, yeah. that's what happened. He, he knew, did it to you. He knew I was there. Sounds like you waited four <laughs> hours in a blistering cold. Yo. For four hours. I just said no. Yeah. Nah, we just smoked the blunt outside and then walked in. But the point is... <laughs> Maybe give him another chance, you know? Fuck. Give him a, give him a chance to, to redeem himself, man. Nah, I think he will. I'm too angry. It's fucking black thought, dude. How dare he It's all a like chess that. move. He wants all right. those people to go back. So he's like, right. I'm going to whack out this first time. So yeah. <laughs> Nah. He Andy Kaufman that shit. <laughs> nah, I was loyal, and uh, he broke my heart, bro. No second chances. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, closing thoughts, man? Um. Well, we live in a world. No, man, I don't have no <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cool, man. Uh, oh, make sure to hit us up, humansushibar.com. Yep. Uh, sign up for the mailing list. Hey, Literally, bro. just write your fucking name and email, and you know you'll be eligible to win a free prize that we're going to announce on 420. Yeah. We're going to pick a couple winners and you get to choose your own prize. I was just informed of 
recently. Bro, I've been saying this, man. <laughs> Listen to the episodes, bro. Uh, nah, bro. Uh, you didn't get that memo, champ. It, it ain't their fault. It ain't the people's fault, man. See, like, Renee's trying to fucking rob y'all. What? Of the free prize. He's like, nah, give them the fucking coffee mug. What the hell? Don't let them choose. I did say that, though. I did say that. All right, see what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't listen to Renee. Sign up for the mailing list, and we'll send you whatever the fuck you want if you win, all right? Bam, Dre's going to pay for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Coming right. up. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, y'all. Later.